Well, welcome to our first episode and our guest, Suzanne Muldowney, also known as the underdog. So um, why don't you just tell us how that came about? Why underdog? How'd you get started? Where'd that all better. come from? Um, I was I was exposed to the vintage uh, TV series uh, Superman when I was maybe five years old. Um, uh, well, Superman is known to all as uh, as an aerial uh, superhero. He's able to fly under his own power. So that that uh, that enchanted me. Um, when I wanted to. Uh, Emulate, uh, emulate him, uh, imitate uh, his actions. Um, all I could do was run around the room and, atta- and occasionally make a big jump. Um, I, I, I couldn't stay airborne. I found out. Um, and and what gave that gave you that idea? What that you couldn't stay airborne? Well, because I would jump and I wouldn't stay airborne. I would come down right away. That gravity. Yes, exactly. Gets, gets in a way. You know, I've heard that they invented Superman's flight for the TV show. Originally in the comics, he did just leap around. Um, in the very beginning yeah. uh, in the comic books, he took uh, uh, big leaps. Mm-hmm. But, but most of the comic book illustrations... Which would show him uh, in the process of coming down. Hmm. You know how think of how a diver looks when he launches himself off the board, and most of the time he's shown on his way down. He has his hands out like this, and and it looks as though uh, he's flying. Um, yeah. So so people got the idea from those. Uh, Drawings, uh, those angles mm-hmm, right. that that he that he had, that 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 that, that he was flying, and, and therefore he should uh, do that in the full sense of the word. So, how did the switch come about between being interested in Superman and then switching to Underdog? Um, well, probably by the time I started school. Uh, I had to give up. Uh, I had to give up watching Superman. But then, uh, well, then time passed, and then um, uh, I would see, I would see my brothers uh, watching a show. Um, it turned out to be the tail end of uh, Underdog because another show that I wanted to to see uh, was immediately after. Uh, I saw, sometimes I saw Underdog in his last moment flying around and, and uh, wait a minute. Um, so in time, uh, curiosity, curiosity got the best of me and I began watching Underdog. I saw, uh, even though he was fictional and, and I had seen Superman before, I saw what a parallel uh, he was in that both Superman and underdog were aerial superheroes. Now, by this time, I knew uh, that I could never fly the way underdog was shown doing. I had only uh, mortal limitations. Uh, but then, um, yeah, I think, was, I think it was in, yeah, it was in the spring of uh, 1965, uh, yeah, I was given, I was given a, a, a deluxe, a Dennis the Menace, uh, comic book. It had many stories in it, and uh, the last one was about his uh, uh, smart aleck girl neighbor Margaret uh, taking ballet lessons. Uh, uh, Dennis scoffed uh, at ballet. Uh, uh, Oh, you! Oh, you don't like ballet, huh? Let me see you kick this high, uh, and then she did a a really high kick, <laughs> and that, wow! Hey, do that again! Oh, really? 
boy, that would come in handy. But then a drawing next to that, what representing what he was imagining, uh, showed uh, Margaret uh, in her ballet costume uh, kicking a football. So that connected a dance to... What? Did, is that your inspiration for dance and underdog, kind of merging that? Um, um, yes. By, uh, by reading that story with Margaret doing uh, ballet steps that made her look superhuman, phenomenal. I got the clue as to uh, how to simulate flying uh, within, within mortal limitations. So in the fall of that year, I began taking ballet lessons. Now, how old were you at this point? I, I started... Um, well, at that time, I had never had uh, any formal dance training, but, but ballet was what I was exposed to. So I figured that was the only uh, dance method that was correct. Um, but in but in answer to your question, I was I was thirteen then. Well, as I took uh, ballet lessons, I kept an eye out for uh, movements uh, that would make me look as if I were flying, or uh, or or maybe sometimes running around, or. Uh, um, uh, uh, standing erect proudly, uh, um, and I would practice uh, secretly in in uh, in my bedroom. Why secretly? Um. Well, I was thirteen at the time. I was still living with my family, and uh, um, I had had a previous experience with um with other subjects of interest and and i i talked about them uh, too much to the rest of the family and 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 my and my parents scowled upon it huh. uh, they they well they disapproved of all my previous interests uh, they didn't want me uh, to talk about them so much. Well, what were the other ones? What besides Underdog and Superman? What other ones did you object to? Um. Uh, uh, there was. Uh, let's see, Betsy Ross. They objected to Betsy Ross. <laughs> they objected to my uh, talking about her too much. Or trying to uh, do things she had done. Yeah. Um, one. T- yeah. One time. Um, yeah. I became exposed uh, to the Betsy Ross story as the result of going on uh, a third grade class field trip. Uh, the Betsy Ross house was one of the places we visited. Until that time, I had never heard of her. So. So when we visited the house and I learned uh, what she did, uh, it, it caught my interest. And is that why you like to sew? Like you make your own costumes, you make uh, you know, different things? Yeah, yes. Betsy Ross Yes, that's what, yes. Sewing. Learning about Betsy Ross got me started in uh, sewing. So all these things kind of turn into underdog. You get all, all the influences of other characters that you liked. Sewing from Betsy Ross, flying from Superman, and all that kind of manifested into underdog. Um, no, 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 no. I'm I'm trying to stick to. Um, I was trying to stick to the subject of how, when I first began dancing as underdog, I had to do it secretly because um, because my my parents uh, disapproved of my talking a lot about previous uh, subjects of interest. And then, then you asked me the question, who were the others? We get to, um, okay. we, I got sidetracked. All right, so real quickly, so we go back to Underdog. Besides Betsy Ross, Underdog, Superman, what else? Um, well, let's see. After, after Betsy Ross, there was uh, 
uh, a Charles Dickens novel, A Christmas Carol, especially the uh, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past. Um, uh, then there was uh, then there was Joan of Arc, and uh, uh, yeah, I think Underdog was next. Well, it's a, it's a logical do, leap. <laughs> you do seem to throw yourself into uh, your passions very, very fully. Um, so you coming up with a dance, you had to hide, and it was underdog dance. The one you were hiding from your parents. Yes. Yes. So you developed the whole routine in secret. Um, well, not not a routine per se, just uh, um, various motions that that showed up from time to time in in a number of different TV cartoon stories. Now, why? Um, I think you've spoken about this before, but why did you focus more on under, Underdog than Superman? Since Superman was, you know, came first, but then you, you know, now you focus more on Underdog. Is it a pure character? Uh, what is uh, it? Uh, uh, no. Um, when when I was exposed uh, to Superman, I was only uh, I, I was only about kindergarten age, and uh, I did not understand or know the first thing at that time uh, about. Um, theatrical movements uh, made to produce uh, unusual effects um, within human limitations. Mm -hmm. So when Underdog came around, uh, I was older and I knew a lot more so that uh, um, I could concentrate on Underdog and uh, uh, create the best image of him I could uh, through a, a a theatrical medium. And at which point do you do your first performance outside of your bedroom, I guess? M my first public performance? Yes. Um, um, that wasn't until 1980. So for how many years did you do this in secret before you went in public? Um, and I, I danced in front of my television set, which was showing an, an underdog story uh, for the first time in on uh, January 8th, 1966. 14 years? What? I guess it's 14 years be between that and your first public performance? Yes. Um, now, what was the major objection your parents had? What? What was the major objection your parents had with Underdog? Um... Um, I was, I was preoccupied with him. Um, I was, I, I made a, a crude costume at this time. And every time I watched it on TV, I dressed in that costume. Um, my parents objected to my uh, focusing on uh, on a fictional character. Um, I knew he was fictional, but um, but my parents were convinced uh, that I thought he was for real. Hmm. So, um, 
So from 
uh, to concern myself only with reality. And look at the inconsistencies they had done before. It's a bit hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. Inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so were you trying to bring, I think you might have mentioned this once to me, that you were trying to bring ballet and, and the dance to underdog to make it more respectable? Yes. Yes. So can you tell us more about that idea, how that came about? Well. And why did you do it? Well, you mean, you mean like, uh, you mean like a better role model? Well, what were you trying to do with that idea? Um. As I watched uh, more underdog cartoon stories, um, I could see uh, that the cartoons uh, created very unrealistic uh, images. Uh, the stories were not that believable. Um, and uh, um, the good guys were too easily trapped by the bad guys. Um, yeah, um, all the characters had just the uh, intelligence of children. Uh, the dialogue, the speech, uh, was very uh, simplistic. There were children's shows. Um, so they kind of have to be simple. If they're for little kids. Um, I have to disagree, Boris. No. I watched Underdog as a child, and I thought they were simplistic, too. You know. Well, how old so, were you then? Um, 35. Let's see. <laughs> no, I was, I was probably, I was very young. I think I was uh, five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I was, uh, I was. We had Comrade uh, Tito flying around. What? We didn't have Underdog. You had it when you were a child. Yes, yes. Um, but see, I grew up in, but he, in yeah in a different country. Yeah. So they had Comrade Tito flying around with a cape. Communist bloc didn't yeah, have. Different. Um, well, see, since I was uh, thirteen to uh, just before sixteen during this time, and I was older, uh, I had I had better sense uh, to to recognize uh, the programs and, and the characters' flaws. So that um, when, when I danced, I, I made more realistic moves. Um, incidents in the stories uh, that were impossible to create within mortal limitations, uh, I skipped. Um, yes, and I would, I would take I would take the stories not not one of them, in its original form, um, was uh, was worthwhile. I I rewrote the stories uh, in my mind uh, to make them more believable and uh, more meritorious. And dance was going to help that. What the inclusion of dance was going to push it to another level. Yes. Now, you mentioned ballet, but when you actually went and performed it, it was it more like ballet or was it more uh, like a modern dance? Um, um, well, most of the movements were uh, ballet-based, but there was no one else with me telling me what steps to do at what times. I improvised because, um, well, obviously anyone else with me might not know the story. Um, I did, and I would, I would review the stories in my mind, figure out how to reform them, and then, then I thought of the movements that would accomplish that. Are, uh, are any of your dances uh, choreographed, or are they primarily... Um Improvised. Um, well, are you talking about at that time or later on? Um, I guess at that time, and we can move on from there. Well, like I said, most of the steps 
uh, originated in ballet, but I did not um, set up a, a, a scripted order, a set order uh, in which I did them. It depended on uh, the story. You didn't have the same story all the time, and uh, uh, its its plot and how I how I needed to revise it, and and what what movements I could make uh, to make the stories more sensible. Mm-hmm. So was it more like Isadora Duncan improvisational dance? Or um, so it wasn't rigid. Yes. Okay. Well, it was still ballet steps, but uh, you might call it. Uh, with the uh, um, Isadora Duncan modus operandi. Okay, and did you at that time have the outfit? Which outfit? Well, the, the complete underdog outfit. Um, in those days, uh, uh, I had I had a one-piece short uh, shirt and. Uh, shorts and and a very simple cape but uh, but I but I did not have uh, uh, tights or, or boots okay, so which at which point did you complete the outfit the way you had it for a long time um, my my adolescent costume well, I'm not. I'm not sure, but at one point you had the boots. You had the whole, the whole outfit. Um, I didn't. I didn't make anything like I have now uh, until about the late seventies, and then I I put the costume away, um, waiting uh, for uh, a suitable opportunity. Okay, and when did that opportunity come? Um, Nineteen eighty. And what happened then? Um, I read in the newspaper uh, about upcoming weekend events, and then it said, uh, and there it said, if you wanted to dress up like a uh, a hero, a villain, uh, uh, some fantasy character, uh, come to the Creation convention in Philadelphia, where there will be a costume contest uh, on Sunday. Um, all right, so I went there. I had the outfit with me. I I, I signed up. Um, uh, that that was my that was my first uh, public and professional uh, performance uh, as underdog, uh, July 27th, 1980. And how did people react? Or what, what happened? Who did you perform for? How many people were there? Um, well, it wasn't in a very big room. Uh, the convention occupied uh, several uh, hotel rooms, Um the costume contest uh, uh, didn't have maybe more than a hundred attendees. Now I put on my card uh, who I was supposed to be, and the MC announced me uh, as underdog. But as I moved, um, as I danced, uh, uh, the uh, the spectators uh, were were very quiet. In their reception, I, um, uh, yeah. When I, um, when I left the stage, uh, another man uh, tried to uh, trip me over. Uh, Why would he do that? Because, because underdog, as originally shown, um was sometimes made to uh, trip over um, um, any time anytime he launched himself skyward or or landed he 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 always crashed into something okay. um, 
in, in a couple of episodes that he was uh, supposedly getting rid of some major menace. Um, uh, he damaged uh, property, like uh, like buildings, uh, uh, sometimes forests. And, uh, well, because he was shown originally as such a buffoon, this rude man was trying to make... Uh, me look buffoonish too. Hmm. Yeah, uh, his underdog's alter ego was uh, was clumsy, wasn't he? What the? Um, he was a shoeshine boy. Uh, yes, but well, shoeshine boy wasn't clumsy. He uh, he was he was uh, he was very he was very neutral. Mm-hmm. Um. But whenever he had to uh, change an underdog, um, he he would run into a phone booth and and smash it uh, upon his emergence. Yeah, I remember. Um, they went through so many phone booths in that city. Huh? That's probably why they don't have phone booths anymore. Um. Uh, yes. Yes. I know. I'm just thinking about the realistic, uh, real world implications. Well, you're t- you're talk you're talking. You're talking about current realities. Yes. At the time I'm talking about, phone booths still existed. Mm-hmm. So after that first performance, what, where did you go from there? Um, well, I was very disappointed that I didn't win uh, any prize. And, and I hadn't been uh, given any kind of ovation. For, for having done uh, Underdog through dance, making him look uh, more realistic. Um, well, do you think people are confused by the fact that you're taking a parody and you're actually going the opposite? Like you, you're trying to do a parodic character in, into a serious character. I, so I thought I would have been appreciated for... Uh, um, Bringing underdog, yeah, yeah, doing them, doing, doing him through dance, uh, making him more meritorious, and appearing in flesh and blood, not not animation. So it's almost like you did the opposite of what the creator did, because uh, Superman probably inspired underdog. Is it's like a parody of Superman, but you no, took that's, that. That's, well, no, that's what that, that's so. that's one critique my father frequently used that uh, that underdog was just a parody of Superman. I mean, oh. But you kind of did the opposite. You took that yeah. and you turned it serious. And I don't think is, it's uh, I don't think that's a, that's common. You don't usually see comedic characters uplifted like that. No, I don't think anyone's done that. You're probably no. the only one that took a character like that that's and tried true. to make him serious, which usually people do the opposite, right? Yeah. When the genre of any kind of film becomes sort of used or explored for a long period of time, then you start making parodies of it, right? Like even even horror films, eventually someone's going to make a movie that's a parody of a horror film and so on. Hmm. But you took a character and you did the opposite. It's very unique what you did. No one else that I know I, actually I have never heard of anyone around. doing that, yeah. So... Doing something that interesting and unique probably confused the people. Um, you don't but, think so? But but going back, but going back to, uh, um, the beginnings, my parents still disapproved of my portraying a fictional character, uh, regardless of uh, what medium I used, uh, what my objectives were. Uh, they still uh, frowned upon my concerning myself with a fictional character. So throughout all these years, I mean, they're no longer with us. What? Your parents are no longer with us. Um, they uh, they died in 2013. But for all those years, you were trying to do something to kind of prove to them that what you were doing was worth something. Um, no, not quite. No, see, you my, gave up on um, no, see, my my father, well, my father was a real meddler. Um, there was one time, um, I was plainly dressed. I was in the den, and, and I was typing. Uh, my father came into the room and said, 
What are you doing? Um, I, 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 I'm typing a story. Is it real? And I had to convince him that it was. I want to see it when you are finished. So, I, he, he terrorized me. If, if, if a term that maybe originated much later uh, is still an adequate term uh, for this uh, time and and the events within. Would you agree? Well, probably wasn't the most sensitive way to go about it's very strongly worded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, did they ever... No, I, I, no, I, no those yeah. were his exact words. No, but you asked yeah. me if I agreed and said, well, I, I do, but I wouldn't do... Like, I don't think that's the best way to go about it. Basically, like, we, if, we if, agree. If, you had, if he had objections towards your activities, I mean, maybe there's a probably better way to handle it. Now, did your did your parents ever uh, suggest other characters or activities to you? Because my parents, okay, so when I was growing up, they wanted me to get involved in activities, and so they suggested certain things, um, sporting, you know, events or leagues um, that they wanted me to get into. So did they encourage you in other ways? No. They certainly didn't bring up uh, other characters they thought I should emulate. Well, well, after my father uh, gave me that awful scare, I finished the page I'd been typing, I, I, I hid it away safely. Then I had to type uh, a non-fiction. Fortunately, something had happened to me uh, only maybe a couple of weeks before that I typed an account of. And uh, I, I gave it to him. It, it was nonfiction. And uh, so I got his... I got his stamp of approval. <laughs> so at some point you moved out of your parents' house. What? At some point you moved out of your parents' house. Um, um, yes. Well, see... My parents um, gave me such a hard time about um, fantasy versus reality that uh, when Lent began in 1968, I gave up doing Underdog partly to uh, appease them. Um, Now, during that time, um, another subject... uh, caught uh, my fancy. Okay, so, but then when, uh, but then when Lent was almost over and and Easter was just around the corner, um, my my father took me aside and asked, um, um, I know you gave up Underdog for Lent, but now that Easter's coming, are you going to start dancing him again? I said, yes. Uh, well, You're going to have to compensate. I had to explain to him that uh, I had given up, I had given up dancing underdog or doing anything else uh, that would remind me of him. Um, um, uh, Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't watch the program. I didn't wear my costume. I didn't do any uh, underdog-themed dancing. Um, I gave it up altogether, and then my father insisted that I that you're going to have to compensate uh, once Easter 1968 arrived. Um, my my mother came in then, and I was and and I was crying. Uh, she gave me a pill that uh, uh, that that would calm me down. Uh, now once Easter came, once Easter came, and and nineteen sixty eight progressed into uh, into summer. Um, I I didn't dance uh, 
underdog stories. I made up dances that simply put them on exhibition. And and I was also getting increasingly interested in this um, uh, other subject. Um, when school started again for 1968 and 1969, I figured, oh, all right, I'll stop doing underdog. I won't have anything more to do with them. And uh, um, I, I, I figured... I figured he was a closed chapter in my life. And when did you start doing it again? Um, 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 in the sixty, in, in in the late sixties, through the mid seventies, um, I was busy with high school uh, and college, uh, during which time I. Uh, involved myself with uh, with with other subjects. Um, when I saw a, a commercial toy, or or heard on the TV that Underdog was coming next, I just shuddered. Um, I had never been able uh, to contact. Uh, the network that that telecast the original cartoons because I wanted to tell them you uh, underdog has to be made over because uh, I saw it um, when I was watching it and 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 my parents gave me an awful time about the show it's in in, a, in its original form and my uh, alleged uh, copying uh, every element of it uh, through my uh, uh, impersonations. They never... um, I never got the chance to tell them that I was reforming the stories or that when I was performing before the TV set, I I did not think I was underdog. I, 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 I imagined that I was a dancer portraying him. Because, um, because as the stories progressed and I made my movements, um, imagining how uh, it would look if I were uh, doing it on stage with, uh, with additional actors. Um, yeah, at times that uh, underdog was out of the story uh, temporarily, I, I walked away from the main part of the floor and stuck close uh, to a wall as if I were a performer waiting in the wings. And at the conclusion of every episode, I I came forward and I took curtain calls. And I imagined that the other actors uh, were taking curtain calls with me. Now you said you uh, wanted to get in touch with the uh, television station um, to remake it. Uh, was your hope that um, if it was made in a more serious manner, that uh, your parents would stop harassing you about it, or um, was it just because you wanted to see them take it more seriously? Um, I wanted, I wanted the. Uh, I wanted uh, the character and the program reformed because uh, because the flaws uh, I spoke of uh, mm-hmm. were were bad examples um, for for all children, whether they were very young or or about my age. It wasn't yeah. a question of uh, making. My parents stopped bugging me. Mm-hmm. Reducing the the simplistic storylines and making it more realistic. Making it, making it more, more realistic. Sophisticated. And, and what? Sophisticated. Yeah, sophisticated and uh, uh, meritorious. Mm-hmm. The way Underdog 
was originally shown, and also uh, the other characters, they weren't very good role models. I wanted I wanted Underdog to be a better role model. Um, we do live in an age of remakes. Um, now, if you were to see it remade, uh, how would you picture it? Would it still be a cartoon, but maybe a more... Um, with more realistic uh, figures, would it be live action or it be um, it, computer it, generated? It, it it would no, it would be live action on on uh, on a stage. But hmm. now there was one time that it was uh, live action in uh, two thousand seven. Um, it. It was a feature-length movie. Hmm. Um, and you didn't like that one. I hated it. Um, yeah, uh, there were there were live actors, but but Underdog himself was um, a. Uh, a live dog, maybe on wires or some uh, uh, extra special animated figure made to look like a real dog. Hmm. And yeah, some of the other characters were these uh, uh, animated animals, too, made to look like real ones. I can't believe I missed that movie. Um, I think a lot well, of people well it, it wasn't. It wasn't a big success. Hmm. When I first heard about it, I thought, "Oh my gosh, I've been, I've been working all these years. Um, I'm, I'm hardly known for it, um, and now this movie could become so widely circulated and popular that uh, that that I would get completely wiped out." Possibly, but it might create a resurgence in interest in your your work. Yeah, but what no. what happened? Nothing happened with the movie, right? Because what movie didn't do so well, so no one remembers that movie. Um, no, the movie didn't do that well, but uh, um, uh, but no one came to me saying, um, "Hey, I saw that underdog movie. Haven't you always been?" Uh, portraying him live uh, through dance, I, I, so that meant um, there was no renewed interest mm-hmm. or 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 fresh interest in, in what I had been doing. Yeah. But the movie came. What year was that, Suzanne? Two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven. But. There are things that happened to you before that that, that kind of made you more uh, well known. Um, what year did you meet Rich Brown? Didn't you do Beyond Was it Beyond Vaudeville or something? Um, like that? I, I did. Yeah, I was at the Smithsonian. Have you ever been there and seen the? Uh, they have Underdog's penis uh, on display. There. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, okay. It's a Dillinger and an underdog. It's a. I know. I, I'm serious. I'm very sorry. Listen, I. Uh, you know. Oh boy. You've just succeeded in equaling yourself to another arch enemy. I did a number of uh, live or performances um, in in conventions and. Uh, but did you appear on, on Manhattan uh, cable TV? Wait, 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 wait yes. Um, the same year, the same year I started doing doing Underdog uh, publicly, uh, I went to I went to Montgomery, Alabama, to be on a local TV show. Now, uh, um, now that was a kids' show. And I was a guest on it. I was wearing 
uh, an underdog costume, but it wasn't absolutely perfected. It didn't look anything like this. For Well, specifically, I did not yet have the letter U on my chest. Um, I danced uh, for my part of the program, but... Uh, but it wasn't strictly underdog. Uh, I was uh, the people in charge of that show asked me to come uh, because I had because I had invented figure jogging. Okay, so you did figure jogging, which is what? Hmm? Can you explain what that is? Oh dear. Well, that was what I did on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, okay. uh, figure jogging was a way to make. Uh, jogging and running uh, into a theatrical or entertainment sport. Look at how uh, gymnastics and figure skating are considered more uh, entertainment than athleticism. Mm -hmm. All right, so I, I, uh, uh, figure jogging consists of... Uh, uh, Four different events. Um, um, you're all. I can't. I don't think my legs would show up very well. I'll do it with my hands. In regular walking or running, the feet always make alternate landings. Uh, figure jogging is the same way. Uh, you might be simply running or maybe. Uh, Going up with your feet, see the kind of like a kicking, but the, but see my my hands are still going up and down alternately, and some basic steps, basic movements, uh, keep you in place or traveling, but uh, but still making alternate foot landings from start to finish of any one musical number. When that musical number is finished, um, you wait a while, put on another number, and 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 so on. If if figure jogging uh, recitals were the way I imagined them, um, there could be a number of uh, joggers. Uh, maybe one maybe one person by himself or. Or several people would do num one number, they'd go away. Uh, another group would do the next number, uh, and so on. So it's um, an aerobics class. What? It's like an aerobics class. Aerobics? You said a group of people come in, they do dance, they leave. You know. um, no? Jane Fonda didn't steal that. No, yeah. no. It does no, sound like a no. workout. Yeah. You get a workout, but, but you're also um, artistic. Now, aerobics, aerobics is totally the wrong idea. Um, when, um, when I started to demonstrate uh, figure jogging privately, so the uh, clients would understand the basics, sometimes they interrupted by saying, oh, that's just aerobic dancing. Um, but I did attend one aerobic dance class to make sure that uh, that their claims were false, and 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 I was right. Um, um, the the one yeah the one aerobics class dancing class I went to uh, started with the participants uh, moving. Uh, very slowly, then uh, gradually faster, uh, so that in between musical numbers, the instructors had us um, run the normal way um, in circles to catch our breath, uh, and we slowed down again. But 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 the movements um, were sliding. Uh, 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 kicking, uh, hopping, um, uh, sometimes we were still moving just our arms, 
um, all the footwork was not alternate foot landings. The mm. movements I described doing in the aerobics class um, used both feet at a time or only one foot uh, or or didn't use the feet at all. Those are the only choices you have. What? You can either use one or two or none. Well, I think... Right? So There's not much else you can do. It sounds like uh, what you're saying is that it's um, almost like you're always progressing. You're always moving forward in some way um, well, in, with the alternate feet um, rather than well, aerobics where, you know, you're moving sideways. No, uh, well... Um, with aerobics, uh, we traveled. My point was uh, the steps um, were not the same as I used uh, for figure jogging, specifically in the case of constant alternate foot landings. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with figure jogging, you sometimes you're still and sometimes you're traveling. It depends on the steps you're making and, uh, and what event it is. So I'm a little confused, but I've seen you do it, but it doesn't matter. Let's move on to underdog is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, um, I, um, you were you were asking me uh, what performance progress I had been making with underdog up until the time uh, I, I, I met Richard Brown and beyond vaudeville. Okay, so that's it. Mostly, I was on stage uh, in conventions. But there, there was that one time I was on a TV show in underdog costume, but I was not listed on the program as underdog. What were you listed as? What? What did it list you as? Um, just myself, Suzanne Muldowney, and, and I did figure jogging. Okay. And then... What year was it when you did the Manhattan um, cable show? Um, um, the first time I appeared in Beyond Vaudeville was uh, was in But but two years before that, I I embarked on my first. Um, ambitious uh, publicity campaign. Um, between 1980 and 1984, uh, I came across uh, a book in a bookstore about uh, the history uh, of Saturday morning uh, uh, TV cartoon shows. So when I read the rather brief uh, material that they had about underdog because they were talking about shows in the chronological order of their premieres. When it came to underdog, aha, I rediscovered uh, the date of his birth. Um, The year was uh, 1984. So uh, um, in 1984, I I went to... uh, uh, a few more uh, cities where these conventions were taking place uh, to to alert everybody that it was Underdog's 20th anniversary. And how did it take it? Um, uh, they took it. They took it very lightly. They, they, they just didn't care. Yeah. Does anyone else, or did anyone else, uh, go to these conventions as any Saturday morning cartoon characters? Um. 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 um, No, there really weren't any other cartoon characters. We have to remember, um, Underdog was not just a cartoon character. He was a superhero! 
Would you say Superman was just another comic book character? Fair enough. Um, so what's... Which characters were not superheroes? Hmm? So you had superheroes and you have regular characters. Like Bugs Bunny would be just a character. Um... Well, no one came. No one else came to these conventions to be in the costume contests in the guises uh, of other cartoon characters. Um, most of it was. Most of the conventions were focused on uh, fantasy and uh, and science fiction uh, and oh, so, and okay. and time honored comic books that had. Um, mostly humans as characters. So th- it was a science fiction convention that you went to? No, it wasn't strictly science no. fiction. It's just that uh, as I witnessed more and more uh, costume contests and and was waiting for my turn, I, I could see uh, the kinds of costumes uh, participants um, went for most of the time and, uh, and how the... Uh, and how the attendees reacted. Right. Imagine if you went to a plumber's convention. That would be... A what convention? A plumber's convention. Plumber's? Napkin. So, mostly superheroes, actors, that kind of stuff. Were there any... Uh, were there a lot of other superheroes? Because I know at a lot of science fiction conventions, you get mostly science fiction, some fantasy. Um, but did you see any other superheroes? Um, uh, or were there other regular people, uh, people that went there f- to these frequently that you would see consistently? Um, I was starting the answer when you I'm sorry. interrupted me. Um, but that um, was me. I didn't see that many other uh, superheroes uh, over time. Now the first, now my very first time, uh, one of the other contestants uh, was Sue Richards, uh, one of the Fantastic Four. So that was uh, another superhero. Um, Did they have superhero conventions back then, um, or now? I don't know. Not. I think it's no, uh, not not yeah. really, not really superheroes. No. Because now they have a Comic Con, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but even those are, you know. Oh! Ooh. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I have to make a flashback to the past to uh, explain what I kept doing. Uh, once I went live, uh, once I once I went public, mm-hmm. um, at the same time that the underdog cartoons were running, there was the live TV series uh, of Batman, and and those stories too were comical, unrealistic, and 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 degraded the main characters. I did not care for the Batman uh, live series in the 60s either. Myself. Um, well, my parents complained about it, but they didn't uh, make uh, as much noise uh, over Batman as they did with Underdog. And, and then, yes, I saw letters to the editor... Uh, uh, posters, uh, uh, letters, uh, inside comic books, um, stating, uh, stating that the Batman TV series, um, uh, was trash. You, there had to be, uh, an improvement. That was my, that was my same view, uh, with Underdog. But, uh, well, Batman was much more popular, so he got uh, much more publicity, even in terms of uh, dissatisfaction and demand for improvements. Um, 
there wasn't any equally uh, big scale or uh, intense um, campaign in terms of uh, underdog possibly needing reformation. Yeah, I think you might have been the only one. Batman? No, underdog. Um, I never saw uh, that much demand for improvement uh, in print or or in spoken words um, as as I did with Batman. Yeah. Because Batman started as a serious character, and, and the, the TV show was kind of... And he did have a longer history at that point. Yeah, well, Underdog uh, yeah, started yes, as, a, yes. as, a, as a parody. Yes. What? So at which point do you make make it to the big network show, which was the one you hate? I know you don't like it, but that was the biggest show you were on. 